You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You will be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And we are a go. For here, for Warren's Lone Star. I love how I give Sean a devious look where I don't turn on your mic until <laughs> I at least say what the people are listening to. What are you listening to? Warren's Lone Star. Um, where are we? We're broadcasting live on Connors FM 1045, 1061, and of course, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Download the app today. Hey, I'm not done yet. And so our sponsor for today's show is Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. If you're interested in being a sponsor or, of course, being on the show, contact the station 936-647-3776 or message on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Whew, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, folks. So we got a lot to talk about and we have two guests today. Woo! That's right. We'll talk a little bit more of that in the top bottom of the hour here around 930. We have guests from 10 to 10, 1030. We're going to learn a lot about what's going on. In this community through the Parks and Rec Department. So awesome. It's gonna be kind of fun. The turkey trot's coming, folks. I Woo. still wonder how they can get all those turkeys to run in the same well, direction. We're going to ask these very important questions when uh, around 1030 for that. How do we get you to run in the same direction? You don't. I, you, okay, <laughs> exactly. Jake, if they find my body on a jogging trail, know that I was murdered elsewhere and dumped there. <laughs> or, okay? or you're defecating. <laughs> I am not the pooping jogger. You have no proof. You shut up. You're the pooping jogger. You poopy head. You yeah, you're know. the poopy head. You know what's funny to me, though? Uh, reminded me of the, the Matt Pooper. Is ever since the sexual harassment stuff started coming around, is I've been seeing so many more individual stories about sexual harassment. As in, like every little community story that has like some type of twist. Like, for example, there was a story, I believe it was in North Carolina, and it was the jogger got assaulted so she stabbed the dude mm -hmm. yeah and i'm like okay well that's neat but why am i reading this <laughs> <That's> like neat <laughs> well i mean like it's such a it's a it's a community story and it's not here no so no, it's right. just kind of like they basically this the, the guy who's the intern goes hey intern search up harassment and if you find a good story pose it to you like we'll share it with our sister nate newspaper and then just climbed its way to the top. Well, I don't mean to be insensitive on making this comparison, but it's kind of like Starbucks coming with the pumpkin lattes and whatnot. And they've got their seasonal drinks. It's this is the story of the season. And this is just what's hot right now. And this is what people are. Is this the focusing. pumpkin spice of uh, this is the pumpkin spice latte news cycle? of the news? Well, cycle. like, for example, right now, the top news story on Reddit is uh, the founder of Florida's biggest mega church is accused of molesting a four year old. It's in the Miami News Times. But it's a four-year-old. A four-year-old, but he's accused. So same boat as everyone else, where it's the first 
preliminary round of like he said, she said. And that's the danger. The second the accusation happens, there's going to be a segment of society that no matter what, if it's proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, 100 percent that it's not true, that person is still branded. And that's that's the backlash that I think is going to start happening soon. More and more people there. Some uh, are have a legitimate gripe or, you know, they're they're stepping forward. Maybe they're feeling empowered. And I get that. But now we have people going, oh, someone walked past me and their their arm, their elbow accidentally brushed my chest. And so that was sexual assault. And, you know, people are hopping on that bandwagon. And it's going to get a little bit well, out of control. Especially to protect this four-year-old. I mean, that, that's what's kind of... Well, who came out in that story? Did the four-year-old come out and say something or did the parents? And I, I'm not trying to say that the four-year-old's lying or that the parents trying to pull a, a quick one. But, you know, I... I Got to imagine that, the, that this four-year-old could have no clue what is actually going on. It the was parents, the mother. And the parents could be simply trying to get And it began when attention. she was four years old. So it was, it's an ongoing thing. Though. Yeah. Allegedly, and that's the whole thing, allegedly. But now this uh, pastor, this minister, guilty or innocent, oh, he's marked for life. He will lose everything. Well, it's almost like they give the microphone to the wrong person because now what happens is the snowball effect. Oh, there could be more victims. This this happens in churches. So what about your church? You know, those things like places that you felt safe are no longer safe. And it becomes this blanket accusation across the board for all these people who are now like, oh, man, should I even go outside today? Well, and yeah, I, my, my father already thinks we're heading there because he always complains about you know, you got this this uh, order online grocery, and you go pick it up, and they bring it out to the curbside pickup sort of thing. And he's like, oh, nobody's going to leave their houses anymore, and everybody just thinks the world's so mean and un unkind, and it's not safe, and, and so nobody wants to go out, and we're well, going to get to the point where I, nobody has to ever leave. I think it'd be pretty funny now, the curbside thing, comment on that. I can understand doing that if you're a mom with a family or a dad with a family of four in the car, and you're like, I really don't want to have to go through the grocery store because because that's one thing i don't like when i spend time with my nieces and nephews is the inconvenience children bring inadvertently just because they're exist like he can't bring them to a movie theater i feel bad if i went to go see this movie with my four-year-old and now you're restricted on you can't do that behavior anymore because it's not accepted in a social uh, setting because i mean some people do bring their kids and that's not wrong but I just think it's, it's rude. I think it's rude. <laughs> but like going to the grocery store with kids, everyone knows they start grabbing everything. I bet every parent has at least one story of a child accidentally stealing something because they don't know the concept of paying for stuff. So they grab like the sweet cookies they always like and they just hold on to them the whole time. And you're so busy doing everything else as you're leaving, your kid is holding a popsicle or something <laughs> like that. I bet that's happened to almost every parent. Probably. So the curbside assistant I get, but imagine the dude operating the curbside assistance and they goes, Oh, they just want a cantaloupe. Like and like, just that's a just a cantaloupe. <laughs> and he's just like, I need a gallon of milk. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Oh, all right. Well, Hey, oh, Hey Susie, go to the other end of the store, <laughs> grab a cantaloupe <laughs> and bring it back over here. Just, just a cantaloupe. Just, just, just a cantaloupe. cantaloupe. <laughs> and then it's just, I don't know. I feel like, cause I've been in the, I've worked those positions where I'm always the one who's asked to do everything crappy <laughs> and those, and what's funny about it is my uh, being in those positions, it's the logic behind the boss telling you to do, because clearly he doesn't want to do it. And I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you know, you're not supposed to be, do you know, you're supposed to go do this. So it's like, is that why you got into radio to, to, to run a station? So you didn't have to deal with that anymore. Yet he deals with it every day. <laughs> no, because I, I just pass it well, on to Jake. 
we got to make it. Yeah, we got to make him feel better about his life right now. No, it's it's the. Uh, I'm cir- his new puppet. No, it's the circle of life. I become the puppet master, and uh, the student becomes the master. Exactly. And the master becomes the student. But can you imagine that though? I could totally see. It's like, oh, we gotta get a box of tampons. All right, that's what we need. Go, go get it. Why tampons? Because like that's usually like when people go into the store and get one thing. It's either tampons, it's the, milk. Yeah, it's the emergency supply. Yeah, oh my like, god, we're it's, out. It's and we either can't like those it. are the single items I've <laughs> I know I've had to go to because my fiance. And it's it's just beginning for you know when you get married that's going to go nonstop and then you know should it little dicks be running around one of these days it's going to be three a.m. diapers diapers wipes oh, desitin we don't need any little dicks in this world I'm <laughs> telling you right now. It's okay, the little dicks will grow up to be no, big I, dicks. I actually had a discussion. Exactly, that's I had a discussion part. with her. I was like, here's the deal. This is what I would like to do. And she's like, what? I was like, I like to wait till I'm 50 years old. <laughs> when I'm pa- I'm past my youth, I've lived it, and we just foster kids. And like that's like my retirement. We can foster kids till we're like, you know, the, the state doesn't think we can do it. And like so for like 30 years, 20 years, we can do it. There you go. And I'm like, I'm okay with that because we're not taking full ownership, but we can still pass on a good nature home for these people because what they face is a bad most time. It's kind of crazy what the odds are for kids who go in the foster system. So we can increase the odds for the better. There you Maybe go. that should be their slogan. Increase, increase the, the odds. odds. <laughs> increase, <laughs> increase your chances of survival. I mean, so to go back onto what we started this whole topic with before I derailed it. You mean the four-year-old? <laughs> well, not not just that in general, but in the grand – if we come up with a name for this – the not the it can't we can't, can't use, use the gate. word gate no gate <laughs> I don't like gate I would know <laughs> no gate um anyways whatever we're gonna end up calling this whole saga uh are we gonna hit a point in this where molesta palooza do you think <laughs> now Han, this is gonna be subject. this is going down the conspiracy rabbit hole do you think that these journalists are doing this because there's nothing to talk about Trump for. I think they are. I, mean, I have not seen a Trump. I think they're the dogs on the bone. Uh, you know, they're they're going after a new bone on this one. It's uh, their news outlets are losing a lot of listeners and readers, and because they are okay, Trump this, Trump that, Trump this, Trump that. And people are getting sick of hearing it. Whether you so support we're, we're, Trump, what we're or seeing them. is we take four weeks off and then we go eight weeks on. Right. Okay. Sooner or later, you know, Trump will out. say or do something. But what Trump did do, uh, you know, the three basketball players, they yeah. were released, and that was 100% because the president called the Chinese premier, like, Boy, what, direct I didn't see line. any of this. Yeah, you didn't know this? I did not know. A direct I, I, line call. I mean, it was like the, the hotline. It wasn't through ambassadors or diplomats. Trump called, I cannot remember the Chinese premier's can name. Can you not say Chinese words? Can you, you know his name? That's Japanese that I speak. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He only get did so right. much. Get it right. Um, and Gotham released. Yeah. Uh, basically. Uh, and Jake, I, how truth is that in the ESPN world? ESPN hates Donald Trump, so there's no way no, they— No, very big truth. And then actually ESPN's praising him on this because of the severity in which the penalty that they were going to be faced with over there. So they just got a—they got a daddy called? They got, they got daddy out of jail? Yeah. And, and daddy kind of promised, hey, look, we'll take care of him. We'll handle him. And that was sort of how it all played out. And he said, look, we don't want any diplomatical. It's probably not the right word. Dipl- diplomatic. Run with it. <laughs> diplomatical uh, conflict here. And, every, you know. There are much better things to worry about right now. Let, let us much. handle them. And I, I can guarantee you that UCLA will, will properly punish them for what they Probably did. give them a sneaker deal. 
probably yeah. with the big baller brand. Actually, I, I think the other way around. I think that that's the whole point. No I, sneaker deal for you. Exactly. They they will be spanked when they, when they get back stateside. Well, that reminds me of like you know trying to understand the Louis C.K. aftermath, and they're they're literally asking every comedian that has any type of celebrity in them about what they think about this. And my favorite one was I walk I walk home and I see Holly got uh, a magazine, a tabloid magazine. On the back it says "The Night of a Thousand Stars" with uh, John Stewart mm-hmm. being hosted either on HBO or something. And basically they're raising money for autism. And they had this whole collection of these little balloons, and each balloon has a name on it. And Louis C.K. is like on one of one of the balloons, like one of the big balloons. And I was like, I wonder how they're going to be handling this. And then literally the next day, you see John Stewart on Good Morning America or something talking about being stunned and you know all this kind of stuff. And well, and he's saying, oh, there's a lot of bad stuff that happened at NBC, and uh, you know everyone's coming forward. And the, the people coming. Well, he didn't forward, really say that. He just said it's it's not a the the com- comedy world is not a good world for a woman. And he's like, it's been, it's a lot better than it was 20 years ago, but you had to think these people are the sickest people on earth because they're comedians. So it's, there's, there's kind of like no holds bar when you enter that arena. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, you know, it's funny is now a lot of the accusers are coming out. Those, those accusers of the Lucy K are coming out how, what their humor is. Cause they've been doing similar types of humor in their standup and then on their social media. Right. Like, probably in the past 10 years. Like, they want to post a lewd picture, like, really bad. Like, look it up. It's pretty bad. Oh, I will. I know what I'm going to be they, doing. they made a joke about it. And you said accusers just about 10 seconds ago, and that, that's the thing. Is there are two kinds of people that are coming forward now. Those with, like I sort of say, legitimate, I don't want to say gripes or beefs, but, you know, legitimate reasons for coming forward. They were victims, kind of scared. And then you have these others that are saying, oh, I know about it, but we chose not to say anything. These are two different classes of people altogether. Yeah. I think it's important when you're reading the headlines and reacting, going on social media or whatever, talking to your friends about this. Is, I mean, I, to me, it's proof's in the pudding, so wait till they go to court, if they even go to court, and then majority of the time they don't go to court. It's just kind of like saying, hey, he's a creep. and He's a weirdo. Uh, well, unfortunately, Louis C.K. admitted to it. In a sense of, like, he recognized that what he was doing was using power. He didn't really apologize, I guess. No one's actually apologized. <laughs> you know, you got Kevin Spacey sort of kind of acknowledging it. Louis C.K. going, yeah, I did it. And? <laughs> That's who I am. <clears throat> That's who I am. Sorry, you know. I just like to do these things. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on Morning's Lone Star. If you want to join in on the conversation, folks, feel free. 936-647-3776. Our message on Facebook, MW Lone Star. we got some special guests coming up. More information will be returning after this quick sponsor announcement. That's right. We are sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and, of course, Conroe Coffee. So stick around. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. 
offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard to smile though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean, well you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of taking off my shirt. It's been And we're back here on Mornings of Lone Star. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Sitting here with Skippy. Skippy! And... Jake of Jake with Sports Talk. Jake, just to let people know, Jake has a show today around 1 o'clock. He's going to be covering sports. Jake from Sports Talk. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And uh, today is going to be a soccer talk, right? You well, know. we're going to have a little soccer talk because we do have the Dynamo. That's uh, right. Playing on Tuesday. Coming up this, uh, yeah, next Tuesday. So we still got a couple days till that comes around. But then a uh, big shakeup this past weekend. We had a huge college football re- weekend. Uh, seven top 25 matches. How many more games are left? Two? Uh, two, two. So there's two full weeks. Uh, some teams only have one game left. Some teams have two. It just depends on how your uh, season ends up. A uh, big matchup, I guess, coming up the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So not this Saturday, but the following will be the LSU and a matchup. It's always a they they kind of turned that into the new Texas versus Texas A&M rivalry for the A&M fan base and everything like that. It's it's now kind of the Texas Louisiana battle and those two teams fight for uh, players in the off seasons and stuff to get them recruited over. So that that's always a big matchup. Um, and yeah, those what, two what teams you, really don't like what each schools other. are looking good right now for the uh, recruitment. Like what well, school would you want to go to Jake? Well, if you're a full, if player. I'm a full player, everybody wants to go play for Bama. I mean, really? you want to go play under Nick Saban, the chances of you making it to the NFL are that much better. The, you know, you're going to get the top of the line uh, coaching year in and year out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and, but Miami is, you know, who wouldn't want to live in Miami? Sunny old Miami, get the beach life going. Mark Rick down there, turning that program around, getting them back to, they had a huge, huge win over uh, Notre Dame, which is a revival of the convicts versus Catholics from the 80s. That's right. Yeah. You, uh, have you ever Andre get, Johnson? Oh, when did Andre Johnson go to school there? 19... 19- uh, that would have been... 98 or something like no, that? No, no, no. It would have been a little earlier than that. It would have been early 90s, I okay. think. Okay. So, <laughs> you never is that a real deal? That's oh, yeah. great. Go look up that 30 for 30. It's a great one. Uh, I think it's actually Catholics versus convicts. But yeah, uh, you had Lou Holtz, you know, the old white Irish guy that coached for Notre Dame for years and years. And, and is he still around? Is he still yeah, a commentator? He, uh, no, and he doesn't do much commentating. <laughs> he got to the point where you couldn't understand what he was saying because he was just so old, bubbled and. And it was always liked it when they brought like, on the mascot. <laughs> the resemblance is uncanny. Uncanny. So, yeah, that was a uh, revival of that. The, the atmosphere great. was great to watch that. And, and Notre Dame got their Alabama, butts Alabama, though, whooped. people want to – I thought, isn't more from Alabama? Isn't that kind of like one of those – Well, you can't blame the whole state. Lower-rate state <laughs> whole here. whole state did it. <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, no, no. And then we're going to have some uh, – we'll announce the uh, winners of the uh, MLB Awards. That was, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Astros did win something, didn't they? Yeah, we did. We you think it's over? No, no, is no, no. The, is the frenzy over of liking the oh, Astros? Oh, uh, no. Can we shift it to the Dynamo? Or no, because they're still the good guys. It'll go probably another week. Maybe once did, Dynamo come around. I don't know if you heard this. 
What did I not hear? But the United States Soccer, uh, I don't know the full acronym, whatever for it is, but they're thinking about having a tournament during the World Cup for all the teams that didn't make it. Because some big teams didn't make it. Well, I know Italy lost. Yeah, see, the Italy, Netherlands, Chile, Ghana, United States. There's several others, too. Do the U.S. think they'll do well in that tournament? Well, I, you know, <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, and it depends how they approach it. Because since so much soccer is going to be happening next summer due to the World Cup, a lot of times it's a good way to ride that wave. Because here, uh, it's going to be in Russia, which to me, I think the time zone-wise, the games you're going to be watching will be in the morning and Mm mid-afternoon. Now, if they somehow schedule soccer from mid-afternoon to late evening for this tournament, that means people who want to watch soccer all day can watch soccer all day. So FIFA would be kind of— I think FIFA would be smart to get behind this and do it like a um, because of how the like college basketball does it. They have their main tournament and then they have the MIT, the men's invitational tournament. Yeah. And the MIT is basically for everybody who didn't make it it was on the the, basically the next 64. And that's and those 64 play their own tournament, but there's no significance to it at all. It's just play basketball. What I like about it is a give example from yesterday is the United States play Portugal. And what they did, they basically played all youngsters. When I say youngsters, I mean like 24 or below, mm-hmm. who has you know one to like 10 nationality caps, like games they played for the national team. And then they put, a, they put a couple of veteran players in there. But that's what I would like to see is if you're really into soccer, it's a great opportunity to watch. You're not sitting there stuck watching the under-21 tournament and the under-17 tournament. You're watching the legit national team but they're playing with a whole different perspective where they're bringing all the young kids in and they might call because at that time, uh, the MLS will be going on. So that's kind of the negative thing for the MLS. It'll lose a couple players, but at least we'll get to watch yeah, but USA if play. If it's once every four years, it's kind of understandable, right? And, yeah. and you're not, because we're running into the issue now with hockey where this year they basically said, hey, we're not going to partake in the uh, Olympics. And they said we're not going to go, and we're not going to we're not going to deal with the Winter Olympics because it's going to mess with our sport, and we're going to basically ignore it and turn a blind eye to it. Now we're still going to put out a USA team, and, and all the other countries are still going to put out put out their teams and stuff like that. But basically, the U.S. main stars are not necessarily going to be playing for the U.S. team in and the Olympics. Does anyone know when I was a kid, the big thing about Olympic teams was that they couldn't be professional; they had to be amateur, and Sometime over the decades, it, it changed. depends on the sport and the ruling. The ruling. But I thought like a hockey and basketball that the whole thing was they had to be non-professional. But it, somewhere that obviously that changed. Uh, yeah, I don't. Really, I don't know. Do the history of the Olympics and especially those kind of rules. I think it's also just the money. Where's the money involved? And I imagine the operating bodies of like the United States said, "Hey, we can make make a lot more money if we get Michael Jordan in there. If we do the Dream Team." Well, and and it it stands to where as long as the U.S. body, whoever's in charge of it, I don't know off the top of my head, but whoever the U.S. body is doesn't pay those players to play, that keeps them from the Olympic standpoint at the amateur level. Right. So they can still have a professional status on their own individually with the Mm -hmm. NBA, with the NHL, so on and so forth. But uh, not. I think you nailed it. That's probably how it is. And it could be like back in the dinosaur days when I was young, and it could be that we just opted not to because – it's almost not a fair fight. Yeah, and and then uh, to go back to the hockey thing, the whole reason why they're not going is because of the whole fact that it's in Russia. 
and they don't want to have to, or not Russia. Where is it this year? Uh, they didn't. It. They didn't want to do. They didn't want to go because of political reasons. Korea. Korea. That's where they, they didn't want to go. And it's in and, Seoul, though, right? South Korea. It's in South Korea, correct? But I, I think they didn't <laughs> want to go because strictly because of the whole mess going on with North Korea. Okay. I think is what it was. Guys, South Korea are the good guys. We like South Korea. But it's it's there's a a, a border. There's shared, a I big guess. line with a lot of <laughs> landmines and stuff in between. Okay, and soldiers and, and soldiers. <laughs> yeah. So as long as you're south of that border, it's it's okay. You can so quick favorite Olympics movie go. Oh, Miracle on Ice. Miracle on Ice. Cool Runnings. I was gonna say either Cool oh, Runnings nice. or The Cutting Edge. I don't think I've ever seen Cutting Edge. Oh my gosh, you got to see that one. Great ice skating movie. What's the one about the the uh, kid that that when he was little he couldn't. He had bad legs, but then uh, when he became older, Eddie, Flying Eddie, something like that. Oh, the Flying Eagle. Uh, Stephen Hawking's. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's, he's the, the mega jumper on the skis. Yeah, the Flying Eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. which one you're Eagle, talking about. Eddie, Eagle, e Eagle Eddie, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever get a chance to go look up the real story behind that, because that's based off of a true story. The real story is actually rather comical, and they have, you know, like video documentary of him learning how to do this. It is very funny. I get should it, watch that one. Get it. The movie was terrible. Okay. But <laughs> I'll watch the documentary but or read the book. The, yeah, go go re research about the actual story behind it. It's really funny. Every Winter Olympics, I'd cheer for the Jamaican bobsled team to to finally bring the gold home. Who was yelling at me the other day that we should get into bobsledding? Like, that was what... It wasn't made. me. <laughs> because, like, the American, they were like, yeah, if we just take all of our awesome track stars and we put them into the bobsledding team, we can win it every year. And I was like... Well, not really, because there's there's a, a not with the Jamaicans <laughs> on the watch. Let me tell you that movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a good movie uh, based on a real situation. The Jamaican bobsled team. But yeah, definitely watch The Cutting Edge. It's, it's, go it's it awesome. It's an ice skating movie. Is it about like figure skating or? Well, the, the basic premise is you got a tough guy who's a hockey player, but he can't play hockey anymore. And you got this real shrew of a female uh, ice skater, figure skater. And she can't keep a partner if her life depended on it. And they get thrown together where he has to become a figure skater. And, of course, he hates it. And they slowly fall in love. Uh, it's got uh, Moira Kelly and D.B. Sweeney as the, the main characters. Sounds thrilling. No, no, trust me on this one. You will <laughs> like this movie. Uh, Paul uh, uh, Starsky directed it. Paul Michael Glazier mm. from Starsky and Hutch. He, mm. he directed it. Is it. Is there a comedy factor? To oh, it's very, it's very much a comedy factor. It's a very funny movie. Okay. And it's, it's formulaic, but yeah, so Cool Runnings, I'm, I'm team dick on that one. Yeah, no, Cool Runnings is a great movie, though. I've, I have seen that um, a few times. So uh, so to give you what the commissioner, Gary Bettman, said about the uh, Olympics and the NHL, mm -hmm. basically he says the league isn't anti-Olympics. Uh, we've been in five of them. The problem is the clubs are anti-disruption to the season. To disappear for almost three weeks in February where there's no football, no baseball, and there's only basketball and and hockey to do to do it where there's no programming for NHL Network for NHL.com for all of our social media platforms we just disappear. So apparently the uh, league and uh, Ovechkin basically came out and said I don't care what you say I want to go play. Well yeah no and and there's certain players that a lot of them are outside of Canadians Russians so on and so forth. But I remember reading, and I'll look into it uh, during our music break, but I remember reading something to do with political reasons as well. So th there were... Oh, well, I'm sure that, that would come into it as well, but just rem remind people, wouldn't South it be is great, good. Wouldn't it be great if the United States hockey team had the hashtag MAGA, MAGA on their shirt? 
Why? I just don't know. I feel like that would just really cause some issues for a lot of people, and it'd be really funny. You don't think that'd be funny at all? It would be comical, yes, but I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm trying to wrap my my help myself around the. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? make America great. Yeah. Uh, well, if anything, what I like about reading about this is the national men's team. We have a good hockey development here in the United States for mm-hmm. for college, so our team's not gonna be bad. No, no, we're we're which is kind of cool. We always put a good team on the ice. So, um, you go look at those North Dakotas, Northwesterns, those those schools out there. They have great collegiate programs that feed into a Frozen Four. <laughs> frozen Four, and I respect the NHL for their position on that. I do hope that if there's you know individual players who wish to apply for the Olympics team, that they'll they won't be spanked for it. Uh, again, be allowed. there's not going to be a lot of Americans doing so though. They can't. They can't do a whole lot to say, "Hey, Ovechkin, you can't go play for uh, Russia." I think that's where he's from. Uh-huh. You can't go play for Russia. There's not. They can't do that. They can't tell. You know, I don't know. All, all those. Well, Europeans. it's one of those things that the league is the NHL has been struggling for so long to retain their audience from several years ago, doing all the lockouts and stuff, and they were basically going to lose three weeks of revenue because all their star players are going to be playing for another league in a sense. In a sense, yeah. So, I mean, well, I, and it's, well, not just the MLS, but every club or every league for soccer around the world has that same problem every four years. No, they don't. No? No, they, they, they work around it. That's, that's like, that's why they don't play soccer during the World Cup. Well, yeah. they have enough time to plan ahead and be like, all right, guys, this is what we're going to do as a club. We're going to shut it down. So does the NHL need to take a, a, a book or a page out of the uh, soccer book? Uh, oh, I think it, or is it even feasible? It's well, I mean, it depends on what kind of how, how you're trying to run your business. I think the idea of having your games available to an audience that there's zero baseball and zero football, that's a great opportunity to get the sport fanatics still talking about you because that's they're probably you or they're going to talk about basketball. And uh, I, I think as a business, it just depends on you should team up with the Olympics. That's what I would do. Yeah, but how, how, and have both. How and, do you how do you combine those two schedules? I mean, do you make it uh, one week Olympics, one week NHL, and counterbalance it until the Olympics are done? Or because the Olympics run for a total of what four weeks? Thereabouts, yeah, four weeks, five weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, the way I would handle it is you, you partner up with the Olympics. And for example, if you're gonna play for Switzerland or whoever's in there, you'd have a patch of your NHL team on your jersey. Because that's the team you play for in the NHL. So people who are now watching the Olympics go, I really like that guy. I wonder who he is. And there's some connection to the NHL. Because a lot of those players, no one really knows that they play for the NHL and stuff. Like, for example, like Germany, very few German players play for the NHL. But they play in other leagues. Mm -hmm. So that's where you have to look at how our leagues handle it. Now, if NHL somehow got ownership of the Olympics portion of it, that's, that's how you would do it. But... It, it's because um, you want to get you want to get the people who are watching hockey to watch the NHL no matter what. I'll be the first to admit I'm not smart enough to solve a lot of these problems. So and it's going to take somebody really. Well, a smart man surrounds himself by people who know what they're doing and lets them do their thing. So you would be a smart man. Yeah, you got to be a puppet master. <laughs> but you're my puppet master. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at OurLoneStar.com, folks. We're going to take a quick music break. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to have Elizabeth West in the studio with the City of Conroe Parks and Rec Department. We're going to talk about some turkey trot happening here and also the tree line ceremony and the Conroe Christmas celebration that's happening right here in downtown Conroe. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Stick around for it. 
We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be right back after a couple songs. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. He's the other one. We can neither confirm nor deny that Jake is the Hi. the missing Spice Girl pumpkin spice. Oh, baby. Yeah. We're talking about different stuff today. Hey, uh, so yesterday, uh, you know, there was obviously another shooting yesterday. Uh, some Obviously. Whack way, way job. Way to introduce that. Yeah, well, so, see, this is the desensitized society well, that we live in now because well, it's another. It is another, but here's the thing because I'd love for the right argument to be talked about. This is a whack job. He was a whack job for a while. I'm going to say an alleged whack job just to cover ourselves legally. But um, apparently, in his mind, his neighbors were cooking meth, and and he couldn't get legal relief, so he decided to shoot up his neighbors and other people. And uh, this is not so much a gun issue, because he used handguns primarily. He had a semi-automatic rifle, but he used handguns. Uh, More of a a poopyhead argument, a jerk argument, a, a mentally deficient person with access to weapons. Now, right now... Facebook is is largely silent about this because it hasn't been released how this guy got hold of guns. And everyone is waiting to see if he legally obtained them or if he stole them. Because if he legally obtained them, then we're going to have the argument, oh, we, we must not allow guns to be readily made available for whack jobs. But if he stole them or or otherwise illegally obtained them, that's a whole other argument. So, so I don't think we're... Uh, desensitized so much jake on it uh it is uh i I think it's coming to a head much like is it means this year becoming the year where things are like kind of working on being resolved we got the you know the nfl standard kneel we got the the harvey wine the the harassment issues um you know these things are being thrown into sharp relief here yeah no no no. and I, i don't want to uh over react 
to this and be like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're, we're so desensitized as a society. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just questioning in the fact that, you know, when we refer to a, a tragic event like this mm-hmm. and we, we can, you know, refer to it as another. And, and, and that's the sad part to it. And I agree that, yeah, we're, we're hitting a point where I think 2017 is the year to, um, I don't want to say this and be rude to anybody, but you're rude, but you're rude. just get over it, you're rude, get out your feelings and let's talk about things and resolve things. It's, yeah. Let's grow up and move forward. Well, I'll put the, the, the are we, thing. are we hitting our like first child here in America where it's like, yeah, we, we've, we're going through all these experiences now we're, we're hitting the second child where it's like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. The third child, you let juggle <laughs> knives, but uh, let me put in perspective. So internet's kind of blowing up. Like I said, the Facebook is kind of quiet until they find out where this guy got the guns or how he got them. But anyone tell me how many people died in DUIs last night nationwide? Uh, can I take a guess? Do you have the answer? No, he doesn't have the answer. I don't have an answer, but I do. I do have FBI, I do do have a CDC statistics on it. But go ahead. Oh, if I were to take a guess, the number of uh, DUI deaths last night would be two fifty, right around that range. Mm-hmm. Here's hundred people a day die in DUIs. Is it DWI or DUI? Yes, driving under the influence or driving while intoxicated. What's the difference? Um, there, there are differences, but if I don't people, know. Legally, sometimes like it's the same action, right? Like yeah, no it's the same thing. Driving. Sometimes people just have a hard time saying W. So you really think DUI. so? <laughs> don't, no, there, there no. are. I think there there is a difference. I know legally there's a difference, but it's I don't the know. Yankees, like, they say the, DUI, the action, so we say DWI. The action of doing it is the same, though. Correct. I mean, I'm still driving. While intoxicated or under well, the influence? Is under the influence kind of the, the umbrella for other drugs yes, and things? Yes. And then well, while intoxicated, that's just alcohol? And, and then I no. think I think also DUI is um, you're not over the legal limit, maybe? Is is that what? I'm not sure. I believe they'll look it up, but here's Google. the thing. Because uh, under the influence or while intoxicated, not only does that mean alcohol. Go. So who wants to test this theory? <laughs> yeah, right. But also, if there's a, uh, if you've taken any kind of prescription medicine that says do not operate heavy machinery, while taking this medicine, and if you get pulled over and they discover that you've taken this pill, you know, it's a prescription pill, yeah. that's driving under the influence. That is the exact same charge as if you had, you know, a fifth of vodka and got behind the wheel. So that's why, yeah, so driving while intoxicated is... Or under the influence is it's pretty much the same thing. But yeah, so why... So 100 people a day mm-hmm. are killing other people or they're killing themselves? Other, 100 people a day die in... In a connection to... Fatality, in automobile fatalities. Did like with connection to a DWI DUI. Mm-hmm. So here's the so here's the scoop on that. I, th- I blame football. <laughs> <laughs> well, AAA needs to be doing a better job. But can you imagine everyone having a breathalyzer in the, the car news? to start it? Can you imagine that, Sean? Right. Well, people have to do that if they. Get- well, I know, but like imagine that's just the standard now. I think it should be, to be honest, in my own, in my humble opinion. You don't have a right to drive. There's no constitutional privilege to, to drive, so. You got to earn it. So that would have to come through AAA to f- put that in what's called Daniel up. And let's propose let's this get idea. Daniel back on the he's year. got, you know, 52 million Poor members Daniel. that he could. We he, went easy on him the first time because we were just. Well, but that's a legitimate feet. thing. Hey, can you bring this to Congress and to see what, how can we write this into a they bill? They have. And we require. <laughs> so I got an answer for you. Uh, DUI and DWI mm-hmm. are. Um, so here, I'll read it directly. Some states refer to the offense of drunk. Drunken driving as DUI and others call it DWI. In in some states, DWI refers to driving while intoxicated of alcohol, while a blood alcohol content uh, is over the legal limit, while DUI is used 
uh, when the driver is charged with being under the influence of alcohol or drugs. So basically, it depends on the state. Some states have one or one, one okay. and then some have both. That's and really confusing. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. It's, yeah. Now it's I got to do a quick mea culpa. I, I misread the CDC statistic. There are a hundred automobile fatalities a day on average. Twenty-eight a day are directly related to alcohol. Oh, see, that's not that bad. So let them drink. So 28 people right, that makes died it in the okay. same time frame. As if so my the, 250 was way overboard. Well, no, 100 people a day die in an automobile accident. Well, that's, that's Beats automobile. Beats the pants off of any Now, what do you weapons. think the stats are Thursday, Saturday, Friday, oh, and I'm Monday? I'm sure it goes up. Actually, CDC, For football time. For football time. How, how, how in those four days, how bad is we it? We need to ban football. Ugh. I think you'll find your highest uh, incident rate is like 2.30 in the morning. You know what's going to happen when we put these rules in the cars is when people are tailgating, they're going to be staying overnight because they won't be allowed to drive out of there. Well, see, now that's that's an interesting thing to bring that up because I had a buddy get arrested for sleeping in his car while the car was on, but he was under the influence and he got arrested for having the vehicle on. Now, this was in the backward state of Alabama. So I don't Whoa, know. That's kind of rude. Hey, Did, hey I have people want to play football there. <laughs> Here's the I other thing. Is that why it's back? to step out of the car. He also had a charge of uh, public intoxication on him at that point. Well, yeah, but so my, my point is if I'm in the backseat, but my vehicle is on and I'm being responsible and sleeping in the backseat rather than driving, I'm going to get in trouble for that. That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. That doesn't make it. If just, I'm being responsible, you're, you're in just the a caller to these, these officers. You're just I'm a caller to bring in. I pay their salary already. That's enough. <laughs> but Jake, so, so. So we have five, four people died in this thing, and it's going to be a big kerfluffle. But twenty-eight people died in DUIs in the same time frame. If well, the we, media we can't confirm nor deny that, well, an, we an don't average, know the exact number. Yeah, well, an average of based on the average. Yeah, we need to get a better fact check. The daily here. average. <laughs> hey, I'm on the CDC <laughs> website, man. So if the news headlines blared every daily. DUI death. 28 people killed last night in DUI incidents across the... There would be outrage. You know, it's, again, the wrong well, arguments well, are being well, pursued. No, no, and I agree 100% with you, but I can already tell you what the counter-argument would be to that. And it would be that, yeah, guns can be controlled on who it sells to, and it doesn't affect our day-to-day life if we don't have them necessarily. That would be their argument. Whereas, you need vehicles to, to commute. And if people are going to make bad decisions doing that, then they're going to make bad decisions doing that. But of the two, only one is constitutionally protected. I'm giving Skippy the the finger point yeah, gun. The, the good finger. The, the, like, the good finger. Spot on. It's yeah. the love gun on. shot. Yeah. Love gun. We're number one. <laughs> All right. Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a quick break. We do have a special guest coming Woo-hoo. up, folks. That's right. Elizabeth West in the studio talking about the upcoming Conroe's Turkey Trot 5K tree lion ceremony happening here in downtown Conroe. And, of course, the Conroe Christmas celebration. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Special thanks to those guys. We're going to take a quick, short, sponsored break, and we'll be back with some Elizabeth West. Stick around. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7000. 
1-800-926-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. It is Mornings with Lone Star. It's already 10.02. The morning's just zipping by. You got Dick and Skippy in the studio along with Jake from Sports Talk. Hi. Hello. We have a special guest with us today. You had a drumstick in your Yes, we had a we had an off off uh, off air debate on the most popular line of the song, and I think Chickadee China pretty much you know, blew, blew it's got to take, take it there. I'm I'm, that's what I'm convinced with. How many weeks is it again? One week, two one weeks, week, one, one week. week, one week. I thought it was two weeks, Jake. <laughs> it's one week. Well, you're the one who was saying two weeks off air, so I was correcting you. Uh, what? When did I say two weeks off air? What? What? Who are we talking about? We're talking about Elizabeth I'm West. shooting some love guns at you guys. <laughs> shooting some love guns. <laughs> hey, Welcome that back. needs to be our bumper music tomorrow. We're love sponsored gun by, by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Uh-huh. You never say that. Why am I the only one that always says because that? Because you're on the bingo you, card. And you expect to do the intros. The intros? You just count the down. intros. The intros well, to like the segment. Let's rock, let's rock, paper, scissors each right, one. Let's try this again. Let's okay. see if uh, Sean can do it. You ready? On. You're back on mornings with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look at that. So, oh, boy, you so we're basically out. tomorrow you're banned from doing all intros, maybe outros. Okay, well, the, if I do the sponsors, maybe we can get them all right tomorrow. Oh, no. I, I, the reason I mess them up, it's a psychology thing. It's the brain goes, wait, what did he try to say? Oh, he tried to say Conroe Coffee. I know what that place is. So there you go. Got it. There you go. <laughs> well, in the studio with us, let's not forget our special guest and let her run away before we talk about <laughs> No, this. we locked the door. We're we good. have Elizabeth West in the studio with the Conroe Parks and Recreational. Uh, is that it? Is it Conroe? Recreation. Recreation. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. <laughs> now people are going to be like, why did he say it that way? And they, they're going to say it the right way in their mind and remember Right? There you go. No. no. Shooting the love gun. <laughs> <laughs> but we have Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how are you doing? Good. Guys, you can talk to her. It's Hi, not Elizabeth. Just me. She scares Hi. me. Well, when you, you know, when you got a female presence here in the studio. I'm flustered. Us, I yeah, don't know what it, to say. It, I, it, what does that have to do with anything, women. Jake? It has to do with the fact that we weren't talking to her, but now we're going to talk to her. Yeah, thanks for calling us out on that on the air. We year. don't care about you anymore, Dick. Good. You're behind the Good. screen. Yeah, behind go practice screen. your intros. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awful. We get it. Just remember who the, the sponsors are, please. Elizabeth, yeah. thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, the holidays are um, upon us. I was about to say they're around, around the corner, but they're, they're here. here. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. And so what, what do we have coming up here? Decorations are already going up. In downtown, little, yeah, I was. It's I, a little soon. I had a little issue with that because they were up before Halloween, and that's kind of like, yeah, we're pushing it. We're there. really excited to have you here because we're just going to complain to you. We're really <laughs> excited about it. It takes a long time for them to put all so, that up, so they got to start early. 
we have probably one of the most important questions to ask you before we get into the, the oh. all the cool stuff you're putting on for people. What is the single ply situation in all the parks and recs areas? Is it two two ply or single? We are ply? talking toilet paper. Do you know? No. <laughs> we had a big debate about this yesterday. So. so, do you know who we need to talk to? You mean like in the restrooms? In yeah, the in the yeah. public restrooms. Mm-hmm. What do, what's the current situation, or do we need to investigate on this? I think we should hit, do investigative reports on on that. Oh. We had a big debate over. We'll do a live broadcast. A live broadcast from every. Poor Elizabeth is like, what the <laughs> heck have I gotten into now? What are your feelings well, on AAA? <laughs> more importantly, folks, if you have, a, if you're a family or you know anybody that's in the Conroe area, there's a lot of cool stuff happening this month that the Parks and Recs Department puts on. Yes. And probably one of the coolest things, and we're going to clear this up finally for Skippy, the turkey trot. It's not turkeys. No. It's why call people. It, well, why call the turkey trot? I, I just pictured you having all these turkeys trying to run in a straight line, and I'm trying to figure out how that can go down. So that's not what a turkey trot is. No. <laughs> well, that's false advertising if I ever heard it. When well, we, someone uh, does dress up. Who dresses up as a turkey? Yeah. A lot of people. The participants. Oh, so that's, that's what's encouraged. Yes. yes. So there you go. Have you never done a turkey trot before? Do I look like a person who's <laughs> done a turkey trot? Yeah. Who are we talking to? Here? I've done a turkey trot. They barely lift me like, out. I'm were, probably the least likely to do it. Were you dressed up in a turkey costume? No, I didn't do I didn't do the turkey I will give dress. you all the cash in my pocket. But Zero. Other people probably you, you don't know. Yes, but tons of people do, and it's, it's a big thing. Really? Well, let's talk about this. So, okay, so turkey trot, when's it happening? Uh, it's on Saturday, November 28th, so this weekend. Okay. Uh, you can still sign up online uh, or at the okay, rec I'm going to post that link real quick. Uh, if you don't sign up before today, we will take sign-ups the day of, so Saturday morning out at the park, um, cash or check. Is this the last day to sign up online? It is. It is. Yes. Okay, so we got to get up, get on there today. Yeah. Skippy, you and I, we're, we're doing this. Are right? we doing this? Well, I need to know what a turkey it's trot this weekend. actually is. Is it this weekend? You said Saturday? Yes, mm-hmm. this Saturday. Uh, do I have to, guys? Come on, the three uh, of us, the three of us dressed up in turkey outfits, whoever finishes last has to do something. Where do you get? Well, a, where, where would you get a turkey outfit from between now and Saturday, Elizabeth? Go tell get us. Some That's y'all, a good question. Y'all sell them. Teacher no, supply store. Get should. some construction paper. Cut out the handprint turkey thing. Put it on your forehead. I could fit two of them on my forehead. If, <laughs> if I find, if I find uh-huh. the turkey outfits, uh-huh. can we do this? I'm in. The three of us. I'm in. Dick. No, you're not. Gonna, you're not gonna. Come on, Dick. It'll can be, I? How would I do the the throat thing? How could I do that and make it real gross? Just like put water in it so when I run in it just like goes all around. It is called ululation. Yeah, so that's yeah. and that's the only way you talk you to people. Ululate. I'm on your left. <laughs> so what is a turkey trot, Elizabeth? I mean, apparently it's not turkeys running in a race. So apparently it's us involved. So it's got to be a bunch of turkeys, right? Well, we hey. used to do the uh, turkey trot on the day after Thanksgiving. So a lot of turkey trots and you know, across town uh, are done on Thanksgiving Day or the day after. Um, it's just a Thanksgiving-themed 5K race. Uh, okay. So we used to do ours on the day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, but as Black Friday has grown into its own holiday, <laughs> right. uh, we had a hard time getting people to sign up as well as getting our own staff to work. Um, so we decided, let's let's try and do it on a weekend. Um, and it's it's been good for us. We've gotten more participation so we moved it to the Saturday before Thanksgiving, and we've been doing that a few years now. And who does it benefit? Uh, right now, uh, we don't have a specific uh, beneficiary. But it benefits your health. for Now, right. 5K um, is kind of outside of my wheelhouse. Do you have a 0.5K run? 
Oh, come on. Five K is three miles. Three miles. You can't do three miles. I, I can. <laughs> do you have like EMTs with defib paddles? We, we do. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I'm in. They got, Stand by. They got water stations. Every, I mean, you'll be fine. Five, three miles is nothing. Restrooms. Restrooms. You, you can you can walk. You don't have to. Oh, I'm in. Run. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Or jog. But if you finish last, you got to do something embarrassing. Like I don't do that every day of my life, anyways. <laughs> right? well, I'm gonna make it real humiliating. <laughs> real humiliating. Challenge accepted. <laughs> So, so just five cases, there's three miles. It's not going to kill anybody. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah, crossed. Fingers crossed. Might and kill uh, skip, but. cool. We do have uh, awards for the top finishers in each age group and the overall winners. And everybody will get a t-shirt. Do you have an award for whoever comes in last? We, we don't. Oh, you should. I mean, I, I've, yeah, I've they been part of that yeah, trophy. They get beheaded. <laughs> Isn't that what not, usually happens to turkey? Isn't the, that what the whole thing? Well, yeah, the president these gets turkeys to... running. These aren't turkeys running this. So nobody's going to be beheaded. There correct? will be no live turkey. Thank you. So, Jake, instead of going, why don't we just get a bunch of turkeys and then fla them. flash mob this thing and just release them? While they're running, Elizabeth would really appreciate it. Like that. white doves going across hey, yeah. the starting line, but a bunch of turkeys. Guaranteed top headline. <laughs> I know what's going to happen, though, is it's going to create this viral event online. It's going to be running of the turkeys instead of running like of the, the bulls. bulls. And it's going to be legit Conroe staple. And like people are going to come to Conroe to run away from turkeys. We get all these Barcelonans to just fly in over Thanksgiving. What we could do is you get a bunch of male turkeys, and then you have the, the pheromone you spray on people. I'm like, good luck. <laughs> and then they're like, ah. No, Elizabeth. So no. beyond the turkey yeah. trot, what else do we have? Poor Elizabeth. She's just like, she's eyeing the door. Well, quick, I, lock uh, the door Jake. A quick shout out to our listeners. Uh, if you go to our Facebook, we did. I'm posting the link to register. You have till today to register. So do it right now. There you go. Just want to point, point that out. Cool. So, Elizabeth, what, what else do we have going on uh, for holiday celebrations? So after um, the turkey trot, the next thing that we'll have going on is the tree lighting ceremony. That's going to be on Tuesday, November 28th. So we'll light the big tree there in Heritage Park. As I said earlier, the tree is already up. You want to drive by and see? Uh, it's pretty big. But it's not bright and beautiful yet. It's not lit, yep. So. so that'll take place on uh, Tuesday, November 28th. And uh, also along with that, uh, there's also going to be the Christmas on Main Street. That's going to be a big deal. It's a little new yeah, this year. New. A little new. I'm I'm in it. I actually, uh, Margie Taylor grabbed me uh, uh, yesterday, so I will be doing something for it. I don't know what yet. I might be in that turkey costume after all. You never know. Uh, it, it, now, is that, that's the event where uh, y'all are doing the window contest, right? Yes. Yeah, and the so downtown what, 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 area. All of downtown is doing a lot of cool stuff, man. There's going to be a like, little Elizabeth. Yeah, sorry. well, that's where I was trying to lead her. Shh, we're supposed to do that, by the way. So, any of you guys got any ideas how we want to do the windows here? <laughs> we'll talk about that after a little bit. Nightmare days. Before Christmas. Well, no, there's a theme. So, what's the theme? Uh, it's the most wonderful time of year, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. The most wonderful time of year. So, I don't think Nightmare Christmas? Before Christmas would be. <laughs> The winning. <laughs> well, no, if it's a wonderful life, we could do Potterville, you know, the evil universe of, of It's a Wonderful Life, you know, where Potter takes over the town. I think we're just going to hang you from the window and uh, just leave you there. I will definitely win that way. If I had a nickel for every time I got threatened with a good hanging, <laughs> I'd be rich. So, yeah, what what entails with this whole main uh, Christmas so, domain? So between Heritage Park, where the big tree um, is, and Founders Plaza, and then here on Main, uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Hay rides, carriage rides, uh, some wow. strolling Christmas carolers. I mean, it's going to be fun. I did hear nice. from, from Margie that there also might be a Santa might make an appearance. Oh. Down oh, here oh. on Main Street somewhere. 
Did you know that he's real? You betcha he is. Found that out. He's still I applied stuff. to be one of his elves, and they told me I was too tall and too wide. So I was very sad. Santa might get jealous. Is, yeah. that, what, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. What, what my job? This event, what's really neat about this event is it's free. Uh, My favorite color. And you can, I mean, it's going to be very family friendly. And then a lot of the downtown merchants for retail and stuff are going to be doing something at the same time to celebrate this wonderful time of the year. And uh, I know us, we're going to do something with the window. I don't really know what we're going to do. It's going to be kind of hard. Leave it to me. I I got this. You guys just. I don't trust you. (laughs) I don't trust you. But yes, we need to come up with something. We need to be a part of this. Well, my idea is you, you create something in the window that they can't focus on so they get closer to the window and they put their face on it and then something hits the window and like, so, ah, like, yeah, those, yeah. Like one of those, i think uh, that would be really internet good. videos it's, where you're watching the yes. landscape and then the linda blair pops elizabeth up. you think that'd be appropriate <laughs> sounds like a haunted house yes <laughs> it'll get people showing time. up don't the be talking about it <laughs> we want to win this what what do the winners get do we know has, has, has the prize been set yet bragging pride, rights dude, pride yeah bragging rights i, I don't know that's that's uh something that Margie Does last place get anything? <laughs> the downtown area association is, is the one with well, the window deck. I think what they're doing this year, if you correct me, Elizabeth, is uh, you vote. So, like, if you come down and you go experience all this cool stuff, like the rides and the trees, you get to vote on the windows yourself. It's like, everybody gets a token or some way to vote, cast your vote. You can cheat all you want as long as you put it in our, our box. And uh, but yeah, it's a really cool thing. No, to no, do. no. So and they're going to have corrective. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They're going to have people walking around with these tokens that you can get um, from them and, and whatnot. Yeah. So. so the whole thing is going to start at Heritage Park uh, with the actual lighting of the tree. Uh, so actually at about six o'clock, we'll start kick it off with a couple uh, elementary school choirs singing uh, prior to the lighting of the tree. And then we'll have the mayor. Uh, come up, give a speech, and officially light the big tree in Heritage Park. Then from there, uh, everybody can, you know, migrate down towards the downtown merchants here on Main. Um, and once you leave Heritage Park, yes, we'll be have some volunteers handing out those tokens so you can make your way down here and vote on your favorite window. Cool. Do they have uh, elementary choirs back in your day, Skippy? We didn't have music. Music had not been invented yeah. Well, I guess when you go to class with Triceratops, but yeah, we didn't have time for formal education. It was how to how to avoid T Rexes. <laughs> I did the elementary choir in my school. I, I enjoyed that. We got to go to Sea World. That was cool. My my elementary choir, we sang "Up with People." It was the bicentennial, so it was it was. Yeah, you I, poor, thanks for thanks man. for thanks for dredging up those painful <laughs> memories that I hadn't thought about in forty years. Well, let's uh, let Elizabeth have re- recap everything that's going on. So because we got to be going back to a break. So Aww. what's going on, Elizabeth? Say it again. We got the uh, turkey trot. So we've got the turkey trot coming up this weekend on November twenty eighth. I mean, sorry, November eighteenth, Saturday morning. It takes place at Carl Barton Junior Park. You can register the day of out there with cash or check. Prior to the start of the race. Uh, also, it's still available to sign up online through today. And then coming up after that will be the tree lighting ceremony, November 28th, Tuesday evening at Heritage Place. We'll light the big tree and then continue the festivities down in Main Street and Founders Plaza. And then finally, we have the Conroe Christmas celebration. That's going to be on December 9th, Saturday from 11 to 5. And that's like an all day festival. Uh, 
Again, down at Heritage Place. It's all happening here. It's all here. free. All free. No. All happening down here. You can actually find more information online, cityconroe.org. Uh, and then you just look up parks, the Parks and Recs Department all right there for you guys. Nice. So, thank you so much, Elizabeth, yes, for dealing with us. Sounds like some and great events. I mean, truly, these these sound like a lot of well, fun. Well, we're going to be involved. So yeah, you betcha. I'm still trying to figure out how we can really do a I got the window. The just, window. Just, just trust Skippy. Hey, Skippy, how do you feel about being like a still statue for the whole oh, judging process? Ooh, we, I would, could, we could I would do that. Spray paint you silver and make you a, a silver statue? I, I would. Yeah, be, I, could I be the silver surfer? No, we'll be and, Charles Dickens. And, leading, and the silver surfer is leading the Magi in. Yeah. It can be one of those statues that scares people every yeah. once in a while. She, she's get, well, she's getting least. on she's getting yeah. on the wagon, folks. She wants to scare people. You know, they just, think, oh, it's a statue. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. I like the way you think, Elizabeth West. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, we're going to be taking a quick break. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining yeah, us this morning. Uh, we do have a, another guest coming in around 1030, so stick around for that. We're going to take a quick sponsored break, and then we'll be back. Here on Mornings with Lone Star. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. To make me think the wrong thing How can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad Trying hard not to smile though I feel bad I'm the kind of guy who laughs It's mornings with Lone Star We are already at 10.30, bottom of the hour Great music break, good song selection there, Dick Thank you You're welcome We're all doing the obligatory headbang to Chickity China, the Chinese chicken Here on Mornings with Lone Star Brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning Yeah, so we have a special guest on the phone, on the phone, on the phone line, the clickety clackety on. (laughs) Is it on the wireless Marconi? (laughs) I don't know what that means, but uh, just to let you guys know, Susan is on the line. Susan, 
Are you there? Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Susan. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Mornings Lone Star. If you don't mind, introduce yourself. Say, uh, why are you on the phone with us? What's going on? <laughs> so my name is Susan Dixon, and I am an account liaison for the Gulf Coast Workforce Board, Workforce Solutions. And we are helping employers in the 13-county region of the Gulf Coast area um, uh, for uh, registered apprenticeship. It is National Apprenticeship Week um, here in our area, and we um, love to reach out and talk to employers specifically um, in the Conroe area about our, our uh, programs that we do have and incentives that we do have for employers that can help um, build their workforce and uh, develop careers, long-lasting careers with their companies. Awesome. Susan, this is uh, Skippy, Dick's co-host. Uh, is there a difference between an apprentice and a, an intern? I mean, what, what defines an apprentice in this, in this context? Sure. Um, so an apprentice is going to have a skill set, a specific skill set that, that will continue to grow um, with a career path. Internships are um, normally short, where apprentices, uh, apprentices, when they come into the apprenticeship program, it's a longer program depending upon the skill set and the occupation um, for the employer. Cool. So that's why Disney did not have the magician's intern because he, Mickey wouldn't have learned that much. He'd be the ma magician's apprentice. Right. Whereas an apprentice is going to learn actually <clears throat> contextualized um, learning and on-the-job training to become a better skilled um, apprentice throughout their journeyman level and their master apprenticeship. Well, if people are looking for this kind of opportunity, you, it, you, they go to you, right? Is that what it sounds yes, like? correct. Uh -huh. So if that you don't mind, if, if we have a listener, go slowly with the contact info for them because uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard to hear our sounds on the radio. Yeah, give them a chance to grab a pen. Uh, let's play. All right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's start the clock. Let's seconds. start the clock. All right, guys, if, oh, this is also a podcast. So just subscribe to the podcast. There you go. So, uh, so <laughs> Susan, don't, do, it, do it for them. So what's the number? Absolutely. How do they get in touch with you? Okay, so they can actually contact our Conroe office, um, which is uh, located at 2018 Interstate 45 North, or they can actually call our office at 936-441-0037 and speak to our staff. Well, there you go. Does Conroe, does the local Conroe have a website too at all or... Um, we have one um, uh, actual website for all of our um, system, which is WR, actually it's www.wrksolutions, with an S at the end, dot com. And this, are these apprenticeships and things like that in the Conroe area, it's all level, correct? All sorts of different types of That's jobs? Correct. <laughs> so yes. in, your, in, in your opinion, what's the coolest one? If I want to be an apprentice, what industry do I want to get into? Well, it's, it's going to depend upon what you really want to build a career in. Um, I can't answer that for you because it's going to actually depend on each individual and what they really want to do. Um, oh, you give them a choice? Them to build a career. We have everything from um, non-traditional um, apprenticeships to um, such as in healthcare. So um, with the hospitals, if you want to be a machinist, if you want to be a welder, um, you know, if you want to get into IT, um, manufacturing. So the sky's the limit. So we work with all employers. With registered apprenticeship, an employer can have um, one employee 
for a thousand employees. Wow, there's a lot of opportunities um, so in Conroe. Yes, so it doesn't matter the size of your company, um, and with the uh, additional support that our workforce solutions offices do give to employers with all the helping with the recruiting, sourcing, and pre-screening of the candidates, um, we help them build a talent pipeline and workforce that um, will be an investment for them. Um, it is uh, a proven fact that those who actually go through a registered apprenticeship um, is uh, li- more likely to stay with that employer um, longer and build a career path versus somebody who does it. Um, so it's a win-win situation uh, for both uh, an employer and for a job seeker um, to build a, a career path there within the company. That is really cool. Um, at the end of this program, is there any such thing as like a a certified apprentice? Uh, is this something that like pops out on a resume or? Uh, yes. Okay. There is good question because there actually is. So the um, once the apprenticeship program is registered with the Department of Labor, the employer will actually get an embossed certification um, showing that they are participating in the Department of Labor apprenticeship program, um, that they can actually hang into their lobby or in their workspace. Um, and then also the job seeker um, receives a, an embossed certification um, that is nationally known um, that they went through the registered apprenticeship program, um, and they can take that anywhere with them, and they can put that on their resume, and a lot of times, depending upon if they have to relocate to another state, they can show that on their resume and, and have that proof so that they can actually start at a higher pay and not as an entry level. So folks who are listening right now are looking for a good opportunity. This is a great way to do something different and something that will move you along. Susan, give that information out so they can reach out to you again. Sure. So they can reach to our uh, reach out to our Workforce Solutions Conroe office at 936-441-0037, um, or our office is located at 2018 Interstate Highway 45 North. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. You do not need an appointment, and our staff will be more than happy to help answer any questions and um, you know uh, provide additional resources that they may need to get started. So, Susan, this is Jake here, and i got to get one question in. If you weren't doing your current job, what would be your number one apprenticeship to start out in a new career? Your choice, your number one choice. Yeah, so I would do healthcare. Um, I would get into either a um, radiology technician um, or even a respiratory technician, those types of positions. Healthcare, everybody needs healthcare, right? Yeah, and I (laughs) can imagine those positions pay well, too. So, (laughs) Yes. So, you know, and then you can also work your way up, um, you know, from those types of positions or even a a patient care technician um, and work your way up to um, an LVN nurse and then an RN, a registered nurse. So we have multiple um, programs that can um, help assist building that career while on site at that employer's. And you can advance your career. The sky is is the limit. So it's totally up to that um, apprentice. But healthcare is... is, um, you know, a hot occupation right now. We need, um, there's, there is a skill shortage. So those are always important. Well, and especially in the greater Houston area where we've got so much, uh, so many medical fields. Yeah, Montgomery County is just, is becoming the, the brand new medical center that is parallel Houston. Yeah. Right. Yes. So it's, it's a wonderful opportunity. And as a matter of fact, we just did um, a teacher externship with all of your medical facilities there. 
where we allow teachers to come in, um, both teachers and counselors of um, middle school and high school, um, to see those occupations, to learn more about them so that when they go back, they can have conversations with their students that may not know what it takes actually to be an RN or in any of those uh, healthcare occupations. So um, it was a wonderful experience for our teachers this year to be able to go on site to your medical facilities and learn more about those occupations. So is there an age requirement or, um, you know, I guess a, a limit or to how young these, these apprentices, apprentices can be? So um, right now we are working with um, a company um, called um, Icotex that is in, that's new to the Conroe area. Um, they're already into the registered apprenticeship and they want to start um, a pre-apprenticeship program, um, which will then um, connect to all the school districts within that county to start building that talent pipeline. They normally start with the juniors, um, and what will happen is they go into a pre-apprenticeship program, which is at 17. Um, they'll do their contextualized learning from the classroom um, at 17. During the, their junior and senior year, they'll do a summer internship with, an, with the employers, and then by the time that they're 18 and they're graduated, um, you can then go into um, a full fledged apprenticeship program and because they are 18 they're an adult and then when you get into manufacturing um, there's not so many things that you kind of have to watch for when it comes to of course child labor laws or what you can and can't do um, when you're uh, under the age of 18. So we normally like to start them even though it's 17 and build that pipeline they can get into an internship and eventually get into a full-fledged registered apprenticeship by the time they're 18 years old. Awesome information. This is great. We've been talking with Susan Dixon from, am I getting this right, Gulf Coast Workforce Solutions? Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast Workforce Board, Workforce Solutions. Uh-huh. Yeah, what she said. And uh, <laughs> she said it almost oh, so much better than me. Uh, you're listening to Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy and Jake and Susan on the air. It's 1041. We're going to go off on a break now. But, Susan, thank you so much. We really appreciate you being on with this great information. And, uh, everyone, uh, we'll put the information on our page. But go to wrksolutions.com or 936-441-0037. Ask for Susan. Thank you. I hope the smoky man's in this one like Harrison Ford. I'm getting frantic. Like Stingham Tantric. Like Stingham's guaranteed Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe. Susan? Yes. Thank you so much for being on the air with us. Welcome. I don't do this very often, so I apologize because I was a little. Oh, no, you got you did very well. If there's anything else we can do, especially in the future, if you want to be on the air again or just promote the message, just email me at dick at irlonestar.com. We do record this, so we'll be on YouTube and on our podcast. So keep an eye out there if you want to use that as promotion to let people know what's going on. Uh, And again, in the future, if you run across something that you want to promote, you don't have to be on the air with us. You can just shoot it on over to me and we can promote it via uh, on the air so oh wonderful well thank you so much for your time we appreciate it all right Susie, you have a good day okay you too bye-bye Bye. conroe coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown conroe at 206 north main street conroe texas between the crichton theater and the owen theater conroe coffee serves breakfast lunch and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7000. 
800-926-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star here at our, oh, LoneStar.com. And of course, Connor's FM 104.5, 106.1. Thanks for joining us. It's our last segment. We're bringing in the home stretch here. Yeah, so, you know, round the bases. Good hey. talk with Susan. That was cool. Uh, if I were to get in a new career, I want to be the Liam Neeson guy. I have a particular set of skills that, you know, I wonder if they have apprenticeships for that. I'm surprised there's not a movie. Taken. I'm surprised there's not a movie that's based off that premise. I know, right? Or with, with uh, horrible sequels. Like the Assassin's Apprentice. Aren't they on like Taken 6 right now or something? I mean, who have they kidnapped? His third cousin? No, I think the theory is Nielsen. Is it Nielsen? Neeson. Neeson is the same character, and it's just they rebrand it in different titles. So, like. And then they're going to bring them all together. All together. All the Liam well, Neeson like, characters. What was the graveyard? Walk in the graveyard or something like that? Uh, walk among the tombstones. Yeah. Wasn't he like the exact same character? Yeah, but I think in that one he fought a wolf. <laughs> oh, okay. no, that was the gray. Enter the gray. Oh, that's right. That's the gray. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're all the same. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, well, did you I s- mean, if people go see the movies, they're going to keep making them. Justice League comes out this week. Okay, and? You're going to see it? I mean, I'm going to see it in theaters, but I'm not expecting much. I'm going to, I think I'm going to wait for the, the cheap Blu-ray. Looks like my dog vomited on a movie screen, and that's what they're putting out. Okay. So, it not, has not gotten favorable reviews so far. I, well, I haven't so. seen any of the reviews, but from what I have seen, I don't think it's Well, Suicide good. Squad is any indication, or Batman versus Superman, I've I, too, unfortunately have low expectations. Uh, the individual movies, the the Batman movies, especially Michael Keaton's Batman, the Christopher Reeve Superman, when they're separate, they, you know, they work. But They're equal. The, well, the Justice League is just not the Avengers. I imagine it's, it's, it's really hard to produce a film based off of something that's already created, mainly because of the expectation of the, the base of the, of the fans. It's like we know who Batman is. We know who the Joker is. I just want to watch them fight for the you know the fifteenth time, mm-hmm. and that's what's so refreshing about the Christopher Nolan versions of the of Batman because it seemed a little like it was different. It was and, different. It was very real. I mean, Burton's original, you know, the '80s Batman with Michael Keaton was very comic booky. You know, Gotham was comic bookish. Well, they, I think it reported that Tim Burton's never I mean, read the comics. Hmm. Possible. I, I can't imagine well, there's that like a, there's you can a, grow up in America and not have there's a famous a Batman. Sto- well, somewhere. there's a famous story with Kevin Smith. Yes, yeah, Skippy. I've never read the, a Batman comic. A fam- I've never read a comic book there, in my life. There's a famous story, oral story, that he uh, Kevin Smith used to go around college campus giving like just kind of spe- uh, speeches, but he would tell stories. And so he taught, told a funny story about Tim Burton working with Tim Burton on Batman. And basically, at the end, he like it to the point where his frustration comes. He's like, "Have you ever even read Batman before?" And then he's like, "No." 
So that's what I mean. It's kind of funny. It's a good story. You should check it out. I, I should. Although it's it's funny because you alienate your fans with that. It's like every time someone's in a Star Trek, you know, a new Star Trek show, or there's a new Doctor and Doctor Who, unless they are on board and like, oh my god, this is like, I'm so happy to be here. Then the fans will turn on you if you have someone joining well, Star Trek show saying, well, "Well, I've never seen it before." It's a that's job. what's interesting about the Orville is the Orville's getting more praise than the new Star Trek. I'm Team Orville all the way. Jake missed it. Uh, I, I binge watched the Orville over the weekend. No, you told me on Monday. I did. Yeah, so, you talked about it. On yeah, you just won't shut up about it. It was but, awesome. It, uh, but no, think about that. I mean, the fans are there. They want to watch something that's someone that's similar. And now I'm going to watch it now because I know you're a Star Trek fan and I'm a Star Trek fan. And it's kind of funny. And in this day, where there's a whole new big budget Star Trek show going on, CBS. No one cares. Yeah. I'd rather watch the Orville. And which is basically a parody at the same time, still keeping the heart of what Star Trek and those kind of stories told. I'm telling you, the 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 humor, the comedy in the Orville, I think Seth MacFarlane has to put in so he cannot get sued by Paramount for it. Seriously, you could just call it Star Trek Orville, change the names and you got yourself an amazing, funny Star Trek show. So and I think that's going to be kind of fun to watch. As we go, I wonder, but TV is such, such a like, little weird world. You don't know what's going to survive, especially Fox. Fox is notorious for canceling good shows. Especially early days of Fox, but I think they're finding their niche. Fox also has Gotham, which is really building up an audience. You know, they, A lot of people love Gotham. And, a lot of people love it. Oh, I, my mother, I think I may have told you this, when she was watching an episode, didn't know That's what it was. That's a bingo board. Every time he mentions his mother. My well, we really got to wrap this. Let's not, let's not talk about the being aboard until we actually release it. Let's yeah. stop talking about it. Okay. Well, so, well then release it. Yeah. How's it on me? Jake I, made it. I did my Is work. it because I'm the puppet master? Yeah. Yes. Pull the strings. I knew it. And why do you always say like evil things that have to have like a German accent? <laughs> no, that was Bill Lugosi in Ed Wood. You know, Ed Wood's final movie. How am I supposed to know this? You're, you're making this reference. How am I supposed you to know this? You do a movie podcast show for I, crying out loud. No, but we don't talk about dinosaurs. <laughs> you don't talk about Ed Wood, Plan 9 from Outer Space, Glenn or Glenda? Ed Wood. And they did the movie with Johnny Depp playing Ed Wood and... You have Martin Landau playing Bella Lugosi. And, and I go into that movie podcast not thinking everyone's seen the movie we're going to be talking about. We don't talk down to our audiences. We hope that they watch the things that we hope. Yeah. We watch the things that we hope? They watch. We watch. Shut up. Grammar nerd failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see what uh, what Trump tweeted out? No, what Trump tweeted out. So oh, he it, tweeted? Tweeted, yeah. In, in reference to the... Uh, that was a joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's discovered Twitter. So we know he had a bowel movement today. That's good. Yeah, we know. That's good. So, while Trump was on the potty, what did he tweet? So in reference to the UCLA basketball players getting arrested over in China, he said, do you think the three UCLA basketball players will say, thank you, President Trump, question mark, they were headed for 10 years in jail, exclamation point. What a guy. He is. Yeah. The, the grapefruits on him. It just, you got to love it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> that's the kind of exchange, though, I really wish I was a fly on the wall because clearly he wanted to do something because they're American. But I, I can totally see them not caring. Like, they probably hate Trump because they're young and they go to University of California. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Because most Californians California hate is Trump. as blue as you can get. And <laughs> I'm just assuming all these people because I can do that, right? Well, well we I don't was, talk was, down to our listeners. Was, that's where I was good. <laughs> because we me lay for uh, <laughs> What? We just choose words at random here. But but yeah, so here we are earlier talking about Trump did a good thing. Media wasn't, here's the thing, media wasn't really covering that aspect of it. So I think that's why he was compelled 
the tweet going, hey, what about me? His narcissistic nature and, you know, it's what he is. He's a narcissist. Look, you know, I think, you know, classically defined as such. He has to be the center of the attention. And he's the guy that, hey, look at me. I, I donated, I tipped 25% for this waitress. Look at me. Are the people that take the selfies about, they leave a big tip and they take a picture of it saying, yeah, you know, I just like to help the little people. So that's what Trump's doing. So he actually tweeted. Interesting. Well, did they say thank you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I he's not know. wrong. They should thank him because they were facing 10 years. Yeah, but the, but man, who, the, the man who asked for thanks doesn't deserve thanks. That's, it's, dude, seriously. He, someone needs to just ghost his phone well, to I, a dead no, Twitter I think, account. No, I think he just needs to keep being him because it, it, it does bring us something to talk about. Yeah, because it's great. I mean, I love the guy who has no filter and no censor, but I'm also going to condone the fact that, you know, the, the man who asked for thanks deserves no thanks. It's just how it goes. That was deep. That's, that's a Jakeism right there. That's awesome. It's kind of weird that he referred to himself in third person, though. <laughs> the Donald is not impressed with your no, lack no, no. of thanks. That does not surprise me at all, because I can imagine him literally looking in the mirror and being like, Donald, you look very handsome today. Donald, I like that outfit on you. Donald. Well, speaking of which, henceforth, I would like to be known as the Skippy. No. And I will refer to myself as the well, Skippy. Well, hey, we got to go here no. in a couple minutes. So we got to remind folks, it's still up for grabs. If oh. you want to join us at the escape, yeah. that escape that place. That escape place, 3 o'clock this three afternoon. 3 o'clock this afternoon we're going, and we are allowed to bring a couple fans. Mm -hmm. uh, if and you, this is free, you don't have to sign up for anything. First yeah. 100, get there. So, but yeah, no, what you, <laughs> the only way for you to go is you message on Facebook, Maureen's a Lone Star, or... You call in 936-647-3776. The first five people on both of those things uh, will be able to get to go with us. And, you know, we'll have fun. And we're going to have the guy who manages it or the yeah, owner. Or yeah, uh, husband and wife team own it. The guy's name is Les. They're going to be on with us tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be trying to figure this out. And we're, we're going to be detectives trying to figure out. An art heist. An art heist. So we're going to have our detective names. So if you do come, you have to be in character. And if you are selected, so keep that in mind. Trench and coat and fedoras are optional. I'm thinking of being the bad cop from New York, so I'll get real aggressive and, you know. Oh, yeah. see, I was going to be Sipowitz from NYPD Blue, but you just kind of took that away from me. So okay. I guess I'll be, uh, and I'll be the 40s uh, Simple hard-boiled. <laughs> Simple wits? <laughs> 1840s uh, hard-boiled I think detective. Jake should be Batman or Bruce Wayne because he is the world great, world's greatest detective. Hey, I've never seen Jake and Batman in the same room at the same so, time he, he clearly didn't know Bruce Wayne is known for being a detective. He's the world's greatest detective. You, did you know that? <laughs> oh, you didn't read the comics. That's right. Loser. No. Tables have turned. Uh, no. Jock. I <laughs> there you go. How's it feel? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I want to wish everyone a happy, happy Wednesday. And again, if you want to join us at that escape place today, make sure to Facebook us, Mornings with Lone Star, or call in 936-647-3776 to leave a voicemail. That's right, and we'll let you know if you win. Uh, outside that, this show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Don't forget, coming up next, we got a full lineup. IRLoneStar.com slash show calendars. Stick around for more talk radio till 3 p.m. today, folks. And don't forget, Jake is going to be back with Jake from Sports Talk at 1 p.m. here on Con Rose FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com.
China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain stops ticking. Watch an X-File. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.